Hola, bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores, and we are two Latinx friends with widely different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week we are bringing you an episode themed around Tomando lo Suave. And the artist that we brought here to start is an artist that is new-ish to me. Her name is Imasol. This song is called Destino. Let's take a listen. So, Perez, you came up with this thing. Yeah. So, my therapist, <laughs> shout out to my therapist who does not listen to this podcast, I don't believe. Um, <laughs> she's Dominicana, and one, uh, one session a few months ago, she ended by being like, Toma lo suave. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny um, and sweet. And then I was like, wait, this would be a good theme for an episode. So, you know, Tomando lo suave, I think, would translate as like being chill or taking it easy. Yeah, yeah. And I think that this um, little R&B moment that Imasol is giving us is, um, you know, gets the brief, right? Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it totally works. I um, This song came out back in March, and I've been into it for my slower moments. I've been trying to, like, cultivate, like, you know, more slower, relaxed playlists because I always, the playlists that I put together are just like super fucking hype. I'm just generally like a fast paced person. I walk really fast. Like I just like, I'm always listening to like, you know, party jams, like, and, um, you know, I do like slower songs, but I sort of go in phases and I had like a phase a few for a few years where I was just like, very much all about like perreo, bellaqueo, and like that's really all I wanted to listen to. And I'm sort of returning to um, softer things and cultivating, um, you know, these sort of softer vibes um, in a lot of different ways. So um, this is one of the songs that I've been into for when I when I want some um, slower moments. And you know, in particular, I have a friend who always really wants sort of like chill music Mm. around she's very sensitive to like 
you know, like very like vibrant energies, which sometimes she's into, but sometimes she just like needs to relax Mm -hmm. because she also, she like also runs really fast paced and Mm -hmm. like needs that to like bring her down. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, like, let me, let me, let me curate something around that. Mm -hmm. So, and is, is this like kind of representative of, of this artist's music more broadly or is this just the vibe of this song? Yeah. Yeah. So Ema Soul does um, a lot of very chill, very cute R&B. Um, she, uh, she grew up in Cancun, actually. She describes herself as Afro-Mexican and I like her. She, I think her vibe is cute. The visuals are usually on point. Go watch the video. There's some like lovely lighting and colors and art direction. And I think that she's an interesting artist to keep an eye on for sure. Right. I think what I realized in making this episode was like, I don't have a lot of things on my playlist that fit this sort of like chill vibe. And I would like to have more options because I, mm, interesting. I also yeah. feel sensitive to like energies and music. And I don't know, one of my go to things when I'm trying to like relax is like nature sounds, you know, but I feel like there's a lot of music mm, that could also mm. fit the bill. And I just haven't, I haven't really curated my playlist with this in mind. And I would like yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah, it's really taken, like, other people in my life to, like, you know, think about, you know, curating this sort of experience, Mm -hmm. even though, like, I will listen to it, like, I'll usually, like, music like this, I'll, like, there's an artist that I really like, and I was like, okay, I'll listen to, like, a whole Frank Ocean album, or, Mm -hmm. like, I'll listen to, like, you know, whatever, whoever I'm trying to check out or into or feeling at the moment, Kalela, whatever, Um, but I... um, I am just like, okay, there's actually a lot of music like this that I like mm-hmm. and I'm trying to like do more, <laughs> do more than just like explosive party jams for cleaning and blasting out my car and mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. the fuck else mm-hmm. that I do that with. So yeah, I figured this episode came at a right time. Yeah, for me. I figured you would have, you would have things to come up with for this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. I do. It's just not my usual. It hasn't been my usual in the past, but I'm trying to I'm trying to do better. Yeah. Well, my first song for this episode is actually kind of like the it's sort of like anti-theme. <laughs> um I mean, it fits the theme in one way, but it doesn't fit the mood necessarily, but I felt like I needed to bring it because it's actually called Tomalo Suave. Um and um, I brought this to our Susie episode, which might tell you a little bit about how the how this uh, <laughs> how these artists interpret Toma lo Suave in a different way than we're interpreting it for this episode. Um, but let's take a listen. The artists are Pilar Montenegro, Giselle de Cole, and Don Dinero.
canciones lo tengo en mi corazón. En mi corazón. Los aprendí, todo sucede a su tiempo y con razón. Vida es cosa tan preciosa, uh -huh. hay que vivirla con pasión. Right. Sin ser esclavo a los deseos uh -huh. y ver que es una bendición. Um, so yeah, clearly they're interpreting this in like a sexual way, um, which is not what we were thinking about for this episode, but I just, I felt like I had to bring it since it, it's just shows the, um, the different ways that this, this phrase can be interpreted or used. Um, and this is just one of those early 2000s, um, classics that I learned about from the now iconic Caribe 2005 compilation album. <laughs> Only iconic to people who've listened to this podcast for many years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is like a pearl clutcher for sure. That's so funny. That's so funny. Listen, I think that one thing that I love about our theme episodes is just the wildly different mm -hmm. interpretations that we can take mm -hmm. and the artists take with the different themes. So I'm into it. Yep. Me too. Um, Pilar Montenegro is a Mexican singer and actress. Giselle de Cole is from Argentina, Paraguayan and Belgian descent. And Don Dinero is a Cuban-American rapper, reggaetonero. None of them, I feel like, um, I think Pilar might be well-known, but I don't know if the other folks are well-known. But this, yeah. this song has just been in my my lexicon for a couple of decades now. And um, <laughs> That's so tómalo funny. suave, pero tómalo, you know? <laughs> Just. Yeah, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'm not mad at that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little like blushy. It's a little blushy. I'm not mad at yeah. that. Yeah, um, I don't know. Is tomalo suave like a universal sort of um, saying or is it very Caribbean? I don't know. I don't really know. I feel like I would understand it, but I would never say it. Mm -hmm. But maybe I don't know if like people people in Venezuela, I don't know if they would say that. Right. Really, but take it easy. Yeah. Maybe maybe some people do and I just don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hard answer questions to answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. And I mean also I think there's different interpretations depending on you know what words you use like our next song for example is by Senia Rubinos and it's called Cogelo Suave
So, yeah, the cogelo, tomalo, divide. Mm-hmm. In Venezuela, we would never say cogelo just because coger is slang for fucking. So, like, when you say to, like, take something, we never use that word. Right. We, coger is just like, right. cogelo means, like, go fuck him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So and you don't think that's what she's that? trying to say? <laughs> I don't think that that's... Yeah. I think that Senia is going for, like, a tomado solid. Right, right. Yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> Interpretation. All of the different ways that people, like, the, the, the ways that people in different countries, um, the language they use to mean fuck, you know? There's, like, so many different... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in some places, saying something would be like, oh, my God, that's... I can't believe you said that, you know? Whereas in another country, that would be, like, totally normal and not mean anything dirty, you know? So it can be hard to... Yeah, this is a problem that I have a lot with... Um, um, the Venezuelan meaning for arrecha or arrecho, it can mean like it can mean like really cool. It can mean really angry. But in I think most Latin American countries, it means horny. Mm. So I'll be like, "Uy, estoy arrechísima!" Like I'm so mm. mad, <laughs> and <laughs> it's not what it means to other people. And so I've like I actually try to like not say that word unless people know know me well and know that I'm from Venezuela and know what it means, you know, because otherwise it's just been misinterpreted too many times. Mm-hmm. Um, with people from other Latin American countries, mm-hmm. like give me like a look, like yeah, what? you gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Think about but living anyway, in the diaspora. This song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, this song um, by Senia, if you're a longtime listener, you will know that Senia's music is a longtime favorite of mine. And also she's a longtime friend of the show. And I think I was thinking about it today. I think she actually may have been the first artist we yeah. ever had on. I think that might be right. Yeah. Back when Black Terry Cat came mm-hmm. out. I want to say like 2017, 2016, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And um Anyway, this song came out like a couple of weeks ago and um, after you suggested this theme. So I was like, okay, I have to bring it on. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I don't know if it fits the theme in terms of like the musicality. Like it's very, musically, this is very on brand Senya. You know, it's just very jazz influenced, I would say, in its structure and um, instrumentation. And, you know, that makes sense. Xenia used to be a jazz singer. She's, I think, really influenced by that. And, you know, her percussionist, Marco, I think also is always working with like syncopated, you know, rhythmic structures and um, really cool stuff in that sense. So it's, I would say, on brand for her there. And um, yeah, she obviously has a lot of influences, really, really varied influences. But this is one that I really see throughout her catalog and i think this is a really fun song i um i like it all but i really really love the part at the end with the like you know really syncopated synths and harmonizing vocals i think it's really cool and really pretty the video is also interesting it's like a whole like frog um graphic and then we were i was asking before we started recording whether it was meant to be the cookie or not which like for puerto ricans is like a very sort of iconic Puerto Rican thing. It's like a special frog that only exists in Puerto Rico. But I don't know enough yeah, to say a, whether it's a cookie or not. And has like a special yeah. special sound that it makes. Yeah, like in Puerto Rico, it's just like you hear them everywhere, and it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm not enough of an amphibian expert. Yeah, I don't think either of us are to mm-hmm. like recognize a cookie on site from an animation. But um, but yeah, it's got like a little like animated video, which I don't know if it's like gonna be the final 
um or if it's just like some sort of like placeholder but um i know that sinya did this like really cool at least a photo shoot i don't know if she shot a video but like a photo shoot to go out a photo shoot to go out with an album um with the art and it's just like this uh you know really cool sort of interpretation that's like very like a fifth elementy like you know like a future uh you know some kind of futuristic timeline it's it's really cool you should go to Sanya's instagram and she looks fucking bomb as fuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) shout out to the stylist there because i really like the concept it's cool to think we've had so many interviews you know so many artists on the show since then yeah yeah all right we're gonna take a little break to bring you an ad from the sponsor of today's episode So Planned Parenthood asked me to show someone how I see them, like how I really see them. So this ad is dedicated to you, Vero. Um, I see you. (laughs) I see you fighting every day for people who are marginalized. I see you going all out for immigrant rights, for queer rights, for trans rights, for BIPOC rights. I see how hard you work, your empathy, your kindness. And I see you willing to see you as somebody who's willing to go, go to bat for folks. So I feel very lucky to get to see you, the real you. Aw, Pettis, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the cool thing is that Planned Parenthood also sees you, truly sees you, not just as patients, but also as people. And that's so, so important in a care provider. Uh, They see you as people deserving of understanding and compassionate, quality health care and education. And Planned Parenthood understands the importance of having access to that care so you can define exactly where you're going to go with your work and your life. So you can visit BeSeen.org, and we'll put a link in the show notes, to learn more about how Planned Parenthood is here to see you become who you will be. That's BeSeen.org. All right, now it's time for my pick. Um, This is... The Calma Remix by Faruco and Pedro Capo. Welcome to the paradise. Far. Cuatro abrazos y un café. Apenas me desperté y al mirarte recordé que ya todo lo encontré en tu mano, en mi mano. De todo escapamos juntos ver el sol caer vamos pa la playa pa curarte el alma cierra la pantalla abre la medalla todo en el caribe viendo tu cintura tu le coquetea Um, so yeah, so this song it was like a huge hit like two years ago. Um, it's like one of the biggest, I think one of like Faruko's like big hits actually. It's a remix. And mm. um, 
It has like two bill over two billion views on YouTube, which is just like really hard to wrap my mind around. We're numbers <laughs> in the billions. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, there's, there's a lot of number stuff with YouTube, but oh, in terms of how the numbers get that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of like you know sketchy things uh, with how buying views and all uh, that stuff and like but, bots and stuff interesting yeah 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 because it's such a metric for determining success mm -hmm. that like that's how like you sell an artist and you're like i don't know so mm -hmm. like you want to show a lot of views but then there's a lot of weird sketchy ways to get uh, it i did not but know that i don't you know i'm not this is no indictment of farruko <laughs> and i don't know what their pr strategy and youtube right. strategy is but i know that it is endemic to the industry that's so, so interesting i would not be surprised if farruko uh, was also a part of it are there like youtube view farms where people are just like asked to to play over and yeah, over again yeah it's just like all sorts of like weird uh, like engagement strategies that you can do to like artificially inflate views uh, all right well yeah i've definitely bought into the i always look at the number and i'm like, <laughs> often surprised by how big it is um yeah it's particularly i mean i think it's bad everywhere but I've, i do know in like the latin music industry uh, it's like really i think like the despacito effect really like put a lot of pressure to show like a lot of views, views you know wow yeah fascinating um well mm -hmm. this song is like music industry shit yeah this song is like a go-to for me if i want like a more chill vibe i feel like it just has the it has like a it's upbeat but it's like relaxed you know um yeah a little like reggae island mm -hmm, mood mm -hmm. i think it's you know very toma lo suave mm -hmm. in its nature yep and i brought faruco before but not this particular song i brought other songs of his um and actually he's puerto rican i saw him and he actually mentions coqui in this song i just heard as we were listening to it <laughs> speaking of coqui um and i saw him live before the pandemia i mean like a while before the pandemia and the whole mood of the concert was very like Toma Lo Suave. Like there was a lot of like weed paraphernalia. It was a little bit like, I think I talked about it on the show maybe that I felt like he was maybe appropriating like Rasta culture a little bit in a way that I was like, mm. I mean, that's sort of like Farruko's thing. Yeah. Now he does a lot of like reggae, yeah. a lot of like Jamaican influence. Yeah. I don't know. Like I can't, I don't really know enough about Farruko to like, you know, really be, yeah, you know, know about what his roots yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. We, did, we have talked about yeah, it before, but yeah, it. it's sort of like mm -hmm. his thing. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's like, I'm not sure yeah, how to interpret it because I don't know that much yeah. about who he is or who his people are. Um, but I feel like this, uh, you know, thinking about just like the vibe of like, you know, a kickback, you're just like, you know, smoking weed, that kind of thing sort of feels like the Toma Lo Suave vibe that this song brings. It's very sweet. I... Uh, yeah, I, like, love the idea of that, of, like, a nice island kickback with weed. But the truth is that I cannot smoke weed in groups of people mm. because I do it so rarely that I, like, get high out of my mind <laughs> with, like, a hit. Uh, wait, but only when you're around other people? Or you just can't in general? No, I just only want to feel that way when I'm alone. I don't mm. want to feel that way when I'm around other people. It feels very socially um, awkward for me. Interesting. I don't like being fucked up generally, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, around lots of people. But like, I feel like weed for me is like a really low stakes social situation. So like watching TV, like with like my best friend, like mm -hmm. that sort of thing, you know, like very, I can't do a group. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't do a group because I'll just like, it's too much for me. Yeah. I get overwhelmed. I definitely don't like to like lose control. And so I don't really like to drink. 
that much in social situations, which I think is like the opposite of a lot of people like really like to. Mm-hmm. And I really mm-hmm. don't. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's interesting to know about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What's your next song for this episode or your last song for the main part yeah, of this episode? This is my last song for the episode. Um, you know, excluding the member segment shout out our membership program mm-hmm. if you are a member you will get one more song mm-hmm. and if you're not and you want to think about it think about it it's it's dope we usually put in one little extra segment um for our members per episode and you know sometimes provide playlists and other things and we have a sliding scale you know 5 10 15 a month so you know our most important metric of support is if you're listening and that's all we need from you but if you have extra and you want to throw some cash at us it really helps make it sustainable so just a little impromptu shout out thank you for that mm-hmm. <laughs> and um so my last song for the main episode is um a little older than the others this one came out a year ago um a little over a year ago it's called nena and it's by yendri said came out in april of last year so like really prime like high uh anxiety covid times um april 2020 and um you know so we were in the middle of our interview series at that time and so we did a lot of episodes if you've been listening for that long uh that were interviews with artists about how they were like thinking about this time creatively and what it was doing for them and what it was and how it was hard and you know it was just a really cool interview series we t- ended up talking to a bunch of really dope women so if you didn't listen to that i would encourage you to go back and do that but um because we did a lot of interviews and we brought you know music from the artists that we interviewed for the most part um this one sort of slipped from um from inclusion at the time but this song has really stayed with me. I feel like it's like really beautiful and haunting and tender. And um, I just I just really think that Yendri is this really clearly commanding and charismatic performer that when I'm watching her on a video or it's just she just grabs me in. I think she just does something with the camera and has this like command of her space when she's the performer in a way that is, um, you know, 
really special. Yeah, the song's really tender. Just like pulls at the heartstrings. Yeah. And the video yeah. too, yeah, really like adds to it. Yeah, the video is so stunning. It's really, really beautiful. I think that like the styling and the clothes and the in the you know, the she's in the DR. Dendri is Dominican. Um and she grew up in DR and Italy. I think that she might have Italian family too. I'm not like I tried to do some research and I couldn't quite land on whether she just grew up in Italy because her mom migrated there to work or if she has Italian family, but she did grow up between DR and Italy. And, um, and yeah, this, so this video is, is really beautiful. I think that she, um, was the first part of her life. She was in the DR and then the, the next part of her life was spent in Italy. So in interviews that I've seen and read, she's talked about, you know, really using music to reconnect with, um, with DR mm. and, you know, bringing, um, you know, bringing work and, and like, and, you know, incorporating video culture and, and like all, you know, like style and like Dominican, like all of her Dominican culture into her music. So, um, that's, uh, that's really cool. And I think that she does just like such a beautiful job. She has, um, she has a newer song out right now with Mozart La Para that I really like as well. It's called Se Acabo. And, um, and it's a sort of, you know, this one's a little bit more like dramatic in its, um, and dramatic and haunting, but I think that they're both sort of like chill. Um, and, and I really like, so I would really recommend that you, first of all, like if you're going to watch one video from any of the songs that I brought, I would recommend this one. This one is just like so, so beautiful. And like I said, she's just like. No sé, esta chama tiene algo especial. Like, she's very, very charismatic on camera. Um, but but I, I think that all of her um, her visual language is really strong. So I, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy somebody mm -hmm. who has, like, a strong, good visual language. Mm -hmm. Do you know if that's her kiddo? I don't think so. But I don't really know why I think that. Mm. <laughs> she oh. doesn't talk about having a kid or okay. being a mother in her interviews, which doesn't mean that she's not. not yeah. Got it. Well, I feel like the mood has kind of shifted through this episode and like my not this, this song felt very tender and like my last one also feels very tender. Um, mm -mm. So I guess it's lots like, of ways that uh -huh, can look. Yeah. So this is a song by Carla Morrison and it's called Pajarito del Amor. Disculpas, yo sé, fui perdido. 
This song is an older song, um, but I have, you know, followed her for um, a long time. Brought her to brought a song of hers, "Eres Tu," which I think is like one of her bigger hits, to our heartbreak episode, which was episode seventeen, so like a zillion years ago. Um, and yeah, when I am trying to find music that's kind of in like a more low key mood, like this is, I often will turn her on. But then it, yeah, it can mm. turn a little sad, <laughs> which isn't always what you're looking for. Got it. Yeah, you know, yeah, I can see that. Tomando lo suave. But I just, my friend of mine or like a friend of a friend introduced me to this song years and years and years ago. Um, and I just, I think it's really beautiful. I think she's a, uh, a beautiful singer. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's also, I think it's very like singer, songwriter, guitar, mm-hmm. which I feel like pulls at a specific heartstring of yours. Yeah, it does. It does. And I haven't singer songwriter like woman with guitar is like definitely a lot of the music i listen to in like high school and college but not in the latinx space like those are mostly like white not all white but mostly it definitely all like american and mostly white and so um so yeah i think that it's something that i like i like and it fills a certain like mood but um but i haven't gotten to explore it as much and so she's been one of the go-tos mm. um when i want that kind of like I'll put on like try to put on like a radio pl- based on her one of her songs or something and see where Got it takes it, me. Yeah. But um but yeah, this song is just really beautiful and sad. Yeah, it's sad. Just has a really sad sound. <laughs> and I feel like the last one yeah. also felt kind of sad in some way or another so tender. So I think we went in that direction acc- yeah. accidentally <laughs> without coordinating it. Definitely like haunting, mm-hmm. you know. Haunting. Yeah, that's the a last good. one. But mm-hmm. in this one is you know, this this does have like a little bit of like a melancholy mm-hmm. vibe mm-hmm. yep well thank you all so 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 much for listening mm-hmm. as always everything all the um information about all the songs is in our show notes at radiomenea.com yeah go ahead and follow us also on instagram on twitter on all the places and if you're not subscribed to our newsletter we put cute new things there all the time that we don't put anywhere else so um check it out thanks so much for listening babies hasta la próxima bye